the odds couple. Starting your weekend of racing off right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Yeah, that's what we do every Saturday morning between 8 and 9am. Uh, we try and find you some winners uh, right across the racing network, uh, wherever you are in this wonderful country of Australia, the state of Victoria, the city of Melbourne. We welcome you this morning to the Odds Couple, as I welcome my co-host who's come bouncing in this morning, Dee Taggart. Good morning to you. Good morning, Scooby-Doo. Good morning, listeners. And uh, what a nice, fresh morning it is here in Melbourne town. Gee, you're up and about this morning. You, you, did you have a couple of days off during the week, did you? No, no, no. No, a- haven't had a great week, but uh, uh, Thursday wasn't great. But uh, i tell you what, hopefully bounce back, start of the financial year. Yeah. And uh, I'm ready to kick things off with, of course, uh, winter finals day here at Flemington, which is uh, breaks up the winter very nice, doesn't it? You've been saved for a month. You look forward to this day. You love this day. And my iPad's up and working again. Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> just, could we just have one conversation at a time? You've been saying for a month that you love this day. You, you love finals day. It really, you know, it's the the jewel in the crown from a winter racing point of view. Yeah, correct. Correct. Uh, it sort of breaks up the winter. You've got, uh, they've had, uh, you know, heats for the last six, eight weeks and, uh, and they all meet today. So it's good. Uh, of course, so uh, yeah, it's always it's always as I said, it breaks up that winter, and you've got some handy horses going around today. Could you just explain the issue with the iPad? The iPad this morning, yeah, because yeah, it was doing it, the there was it, it sort of panic setting in at seven fifty-five. You know, <laughs> thought thinking, oh, is, you know, all your numbers could have been lost. Well, what happens now? But we're back on air, are we? Yeah, the, the iPad decided to do updates, and it's not even connected in. Usually, that you can't do updates unless it's uh, unless it's plugged into uh, recharging. But it decided to do some updates, and I thought, oh no! And it looked like it was going slow. Anyway, all good now because it's got all my numbers on there, and of course my quaddies and all the all my forms. So that's not going to get lost. But I just thought, oh geez, I hope it updates in time uh, for yeah. when we have to do our selections. I hate for you to have to use your memory. Yeah, mate, I've done 20 races. Well, there's only four races in the quaddy, isn't there? As well, plus the form guides and all that, see? Oh, yeah. It's got everything on it. Well, it is a busy day. Um, I sort of think it's the the last day of the carnival, and we'll talk to Chris Nelson a bit uh, later on. The last day of the... uh, uh, of the Queensland Winter Carnival with the Caloundra Cup. And, you know, it, it's a good day. And the Winx Guineas. Yes. And actually a daughter of Winx running in that race. So we look forward to talking to Chris uh, a little later about that. So we'll um, we'll have a look at that card as the show goes on. And Rose Hill, of course, and uh, and Flemington, you know, finals day at Flemington, which is some really good races tags. Yeah. And, and talking about Chris Nelson too, I, um, are we going to get him on? Because I think he's going to have a morning off. And he's, he's off to the race. He tips six out of eight winners. On Wednesday, he's on. He's high balling, and I think he wants to take the day off today. I know Sammy oh, Highland's wow. going to be filling in this afternoon. Is as he okay. got? Have we got him this morning though, Chris? Oh, well, he's, he's off spending his money, is he? Must be, but he's on fire, and, and we actually yeah. need him oh, that's on. Good, but Sammy's on fire too, so it doesn't really matter, does it? I suppose. Uh, well, we like it when the boys are, are running hot on SEN track, and, and SEN track. Just talking of that, uh, we've got two new stations on. SEN track that uh, you can take 
note of as I uh, bring them up here on my little uh, um, email uh, that I received yesterday, and now I can't find them. Swan Hill. Uh, uh, Swan Hill. Yes. And what's the other one? Of course. Uh, it's Hamilton, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is Hamilton. Here we are. Sam Thompson sent it through yesterday. SEN track Swan Hill on 87.5. And SEN track Hamilton on 88 on your dial, 88 FM. So SEN track Hamilton, 88 FM. And SEN track Swan Hill, 87.5 FM. So a couple of new uh, welcomes to the SEN track family around the country. A couple of big news items tags uh, during the week. Um the uh, young New Zealand apprentice that was claiming three and should have only been claiming two. There was 29 horses disqualified, but all connections keep their prize money. Happy with that? It's opened up a can of worms, really, hasn't it? It's their stuff up, see? So you, you, you look at it, you're thinking, do we play on? And, just, and they just admit that they've stuffed up. Uh, but then, again, it's not fair for the horse that have run second. But how's that in a betting perspective, I suppose? Because, like, our punters club was, like, Deep Strike's part of that. That was Pin's treble of the day in the last race. And we're all on mm. the second horse on our birthday, of course. But um, but that's probably like any disqualification after the fact that it, with the with the payouts, with the punters, that's, the, of course, you move on and, and you don't get paid out. But when it comes to the ownership and that, well, you're getting disqualified, but they're keeping the prize money. The jockey is getting paid. The the trainers are getting paid as well as the owners. So, uh, wouldn't wouldn't mind having a, a, a owning one of the horses that are disqualified, really, because you get a second bite at the the apple now, don't you? Yeah. Look, you know, I suppose the the, the one thing that that is disrupted out of it all, and, and it's good that everyone kept their prize money. I don't think there was any option there. Um, because you know it, it wasn't the connection's fault, it wasn't the trainer's fault, it wasn't the jockey's fault. So, you know, um, I, I don't, I don't think you know that there was any option to take back the prize money. Where it does affect, you know, a horse is, you know, once it's disqualified in winning a race, you know, that that does affect its value down the track. You know that that you know has to go away and win another race, and you know that prize money would have been important, possibly to. You know, that filly or mare becoming Correct. a brood yeah. mare, that sort of thing. So, effect. you know, that, that's probably one aspect that, look, I don't think it was major because we weren't talking, you know, um, big group one races Correct. and group two races, but um, it, it was a, an inconvenience um, uh, to to all concerned. But I think the outcome is probably as fair as it could possibly be. Probably, yeah. Uh, yeah, well said. As you say, you can, for people who don't understand, getting a second bite at the apple where, if you say you win a benchmark, say if it was a benchmark 70, you go into a 78 now, but they can, they can come back down to at 70 and have another mm. crack at that same race and uh, effectively win again. And that's that's what I mean, instead of going up through that grade. I reported this morning in the paper and, and discussed during the week, Jamie Carr tags has yes. been in and seen the stewards and had a bit of a, a chat as their inquiry continues. Where do you reckon this is going to land? Yeah. Uh, well, you just don't know when it was taken, what's going on. Uh, it, it's, a, again, talking about a ripple effect too. A, a person uh, in the, and the, another person in the photo is a, grey horse, a greyhound trainer. Mm. So he's been questioned by GRV now. So, uh, yeah, again, it's I just don't know why they get themselves into trouble.
Yeah, and talking about um, she's it, leading, it, she's leading uh, the premiership. Uh, astounds us at times just how how often these sort of things happen. Correct. Uh, stay, staying on that jockey recovery um, sort of theme, takes when you come back from injury, like Jamie Carr. I noticed she's back riding track work. Will she have to ride in numerous trials, two trials? Uh, well, she'll she'll just naturally ride in trials to get her ride back in anyway. Readmitted. So you have cut out there, mate. What does she have to do now to be readmitted? As a, a get she'll her license to, back. She'll have to pass a concussion test. She'll have to go in a race in Victoria and do that that test. To get the all clear, she'll naturally ride in trials anyway, just to get that fitness back plus her eye back in. Uh, and we talk, we spoke about she's equal leader now. Blake Shin's actually equal with her now on the Victorian Premiership, mm. so she'd be itching to get back. And and Blake gets the he's getting the plum rides now too. So uh, she, I reckon, she'd be itching to get back to win that second Premiership. Yeah, you would think so. And and, and you know, yeah, Blake's getting closer and closer. He's just getting he's. His rides are fantastic. They I mean, are, he, he's worked it very well. He set himself and he's he's got on the phone and he said, you know, here I come because he, he just, uh, on each card that he's riding in now from a metropolitan point of view, he's not riding a bad horse. No, correct. He's he's riding two and three winners uh, every Metro race, every Metro day. As I said, he, he has equaled with Jamie now. So uh, as I said, it's, it's all up to the, to race in Victoria to pass her with that concussion test. And uh, as I said, you can't push these things. You can't rush these things. So mm. uh, I'm not sure where she is in where that lies and, and how close she is back to race riding. But with Blake, well, he's won a, he's won a jockey's title before. And uh, yeah, uh, he, he spent what, five, six years in Hong Kong as well. So uh, as I said, he'd be itching to, to win this title here as well. Yeah, you would think so. Um, and uh I'm just having a, a a look through. He doesn't have a ride in the first two races, which is interesting today. I'm assuming they've been scratched this morning, but he's on Sun Source, three dollar twenty chance in race three. Um, race four, he is on board. Race four, he's on board. Uh, doesn't have a ride in race four, which is um, interesting in itself. But we'll, we'll go. I'll have a bit of a. A peek in the break at, at, at his rides, and we might even go through them and sort of uh, get an idea of what you think tags are winning chances and what aren't. But um, plenty of races coming your way today. We're going to have a look at them uh, as the show goes on. We're just about due to take our first break, but we've got the uh, Caloundra Cup, the, the Winx Guineas there up in Queensland. We'll have a quick peek at that uh, after the break. Uh, we want to chat to JD Hayes. He's got... Um, Nicolini Vito in the Santa Ana Lane Sprint Final. So um, we'll uh, be interested to see what J.D. Hayes thinks there. And a couple of interesting runners for Annabelle Neesham in the Caloundra Cup. So we'll hear from um, her assistant trainer on uh, how those horses are going. Josh Jenkins is going to join us uh, at 8.30, talking a bit of um, trots and then uh, the market movers at particularly Flemington and also Rose Hill. And Tags, if you're back on air, excuse me, I assume we're going to get your quaddies in both Sydney and Melbourne. Correct. Can you um, make sure you're on the ball and all your electronic equipment is working for us this morning? It's up and running now. Good on you. Um, you're with the Odds Couple Saturday morning, 8 till 9. That's your stable diet to kick off a, a race day 
here in Melbourne, also Sydney and Brisbane, the, the or Sydney and Caloundra, are the races we'll be having a look at as we continue on this morning. Just about uh, quarter past eight, we'll take our, our first break and come back and have a, a look at Caloundra on the other side. The Odds Couple, starting your weekend of racing off-right. Picking winners with SEN's Best Tipsters. Yeah, that's what we try and do on a Saturday morning is um, uh, find uh, some winners for you around the racing network uh, across um, across the nation. And uh, Chris Nelson, he's found plenty of them. Absolutely plenty of them over the winter carnival up there in Queensland. He's got one day to go, just the one, uh, up at the sunny coast today, Caloundra. It's Caloundra Cup Day. Chris, it's a, a really nice way of, of sort of... of um, finishing off the carnival because it's been a, a, a really, a, you know, one hell of a ride the last month or so. It is, Simon. Good morning to you and good morning, Tags. And, yeah, exactly. it is. Considering we, we sort of, this year was a bit different. We, we really kicked off the main part of the carnival at the sunny coast when the Gold Coast uh, or the Hollandale meeting was at the Sunshine Coast. Seems like ages ago now. But, um, yeah, good way to finish. And, look, I think we've got some really strong fields, especially in these... Uh, in these main races today, the Caloundra Cup, the Wing Skinnies and the Glasshouse Handicap. So looking forward to it. Weather-wise, uh, I think we've just scraped in another good day. The rain's supposed to hit us on Monday. Today will just be partly cloudy, partly sunny with a top of 20 degrees. Beautiful. Now, Chris, I, uh, as I said, you, you towed them up on Wednesday. And uh, I'm not sure if Scoob knows this, but you got sick and tired of tipping winners. You've gone, oh, well. We'll have a Cronulla in this race, and boom, got the Cronulla at $6 as well. That, that's how much his eye was in on Wednesday. So I uh, hope it's in again today, Chris, so for our listeners, mate. Uh, so do I, Tags, but we all know how it can change quickly in a matter of a matter of overnight. But, uh, look, I'm pretty confident about the final three races today. There's a few races there early on I'm not confident about. So hopefully later in the day, if we remain patient, we can get the rewards. Okay. And we're looking to see Winx's half-sister. She's out. Yeah, she's out. Uh, she's uh, out due to being an emergency. I think she's been uh, out because she didn't make the field. No other reason yep. than that, as far as I know. Yeah, just yep. not enough scratchings yep. for her. Ah, sad. I was looking forward to that. I was sort of thinking yeah. it might have been a story there. You know, the wink skinnies. Yeah, and, correct. You know, the half-sister wins. It would have all been yeah, nice and poetic to finish the carnival, wouldn't it? It would have been. But, uh, look, maybe she can come back here and win another race on, uh, on wink skinnies days as she gets older. Uh, that'll do. Um, now, so tell us about the wink skinnies. What do you fancy? Well, I think Sue Sayer for Lee Friedman looks really well placed in the uh, in the wink skinnies. So he's he's come through the winter. This has been his aim all along. He loves the Sunshine Coast track. Uh, he's won two races here over this sixteen hundred metre trip. So this is the race they've set him for. He's been going around against the likes of uh, Hawaii Five O, Yellow Brick, Ready Now. It's all such strong form. He draws a lovely gate. He'll settle in the first probably four, I would say. Uh, Tim Clark will just give him the peach of the ride. He's been racing or riding really well up here, Tim Clark, all carnival. So I just think it's a lovely race for Sue Sayer. So I'm with him. I think he's a, I think he's a good bet in the, in the Guineas, number two. Okay, number two in the in the Guineas for Lee Freeman. It'd be good to see. Has he got any... I haven't followed him that closely. Has he got any good horses around him, Lee, at the minute? Or he, uh, he wasn't prominent at the carnival, was he? 
No, no, no stars at the moment. This is probably uh, the best horse in his stable, uh, I would say. Off the top of my head, there might be one that uh, I've forgotten about. But uh, no, no stars in the stable. But he's churning out the winners here and there. And hopefully he can uh, land this one today. Good. And, and the Calandra Cup looks a pretty good field. It does. Uh, Luncey's backs up from that Tax Cup win last week. Uh, look, I know many people uh, think Luncey's is a bit of a non-winner. But look, he towed them up, as he probably should have at the end of the day. This is a bit harder. He's got the likes of uh, Zoom on coming up from uh, New South Wales, one of Gay Waterhouse, Adrian Botts, Desert Icon, who I thought had every chance in the Ipswich Cup, but I think the extra distance will help him here. Uh, Boyce Diarjont will uh, will race well, but uh, I'm going to stick with Luncey. So I just think Andrew Mallion will be able to lead him out the back of the field here. And that's the way they need to ride him, nice and cold and save him up. I mean, he was run over a couple of times earlier in the carnival, but he was run over by without a fight. And we know how progressive that horse is and how much we're looking forward to seeing him down there in the spring. So uh, I'm going to stick with Luncey's to make it two wins in seven days. Never thought I'd say that. <laughs> yeah, I gave him a bit of a touch-up, a, a drive-by, I reckon, three weeks ago, Luncey's. And I've taken that all back now because um, <laughs> well, his last two runs, his fourth and then obviously his last win were full of merit. So uh, I'm probably with you, Chris. I think... Uh, Got a uh, a ripping chance today. Annabelle Nietzsche has got two runners in the race. One of them, Regal Lion, who's a last yep. start uh, winner. Aaron Lau is the stable assistant trainer. And here's his thoughts on how Regal Lion will go in today's Caloundra Cup. Yeah, absolutely. He really turned the form around. I think the blinkers really did the trick and spiked him up. And he won with a bit in hand as well. So, no, he's in good order. Uh, looking forward to him going around on Saturday. Yeah, and the other one they've got going around, uh, who you said uh, quite eloquently, is Boy Diagen <laughs> in the uh, Caloundra Cup, Chris. Um, and here's Aaron again on the chances of this Annabelle Nisham runner. I think so. Uh, Boy Diagen, uh, he sort of had didn't have a great run in transit the other day. Um, on a day where you had to be sort of up there in the first three or four. Um, but look, his work on Tuesday was very good. He travelled up in good order. Um, look, I think you'll be competitive. She's had a pretty good carnival, I reckon, Annabelle Nisham. Uh, her horses have uh, uh, have run pretty well uh, over the duration of the carnival. They are. They're always very consistent, Simon. They, they, they turn up here and well, they turn up anywhere, basically, and, and they run well. You don't see many of her horses uh, fail badly. So, no, she has, and uh, she'll just continue to get stronger. Um, what about a good horse? What happened to him? Did he go to the paddock again after that poor run? Which one? Um, yeah, the good horse, oh, the good weight for age horse. Zaki? Oh, Zaki, Zaki, yeah. Yeah, yeah I look like he's gone to the paddock, yeah. I'm not sure yeah. what his future is. Um, I haven't heard a lot about him. He failed in the Doombin Cup. That's it, yeah, he ran Cup terrible. He yeah. yeah, he ran terrible there. And, um, yeah, after winning, it, uh, winning the Hollandale quite well, yeah, he ran poorly there. So he's gone for a break. Uh, I'm sure you'll probably see, well, he'll be in Sydney or Melbourne during the spring because I haven't heard about him being retired. So he must just be off for a break. Now, Chris, yeah. uh, you, you mentioned the last three races. Are you like the calendar? So what's your tricks here there for today, mate? Okay, well, race seven, number two, suits that I've mentioned. Yep. Race eight, number 14. Bit of value here, Tags. Aureus Angel. She's been flying in these mares races. Oh, Phillies and mares races. She ran second, or she ran second, third in the uh, Dane Ripper. That was a very good run. And she's been running on strongly. This yeah. track will suit her. I'm not sure about the inside gate, whether it's a help or a hindrance, but I'm sticking with her. So number 14. And I like this one in the last. I really like Rubiquitous. Uh, he was ridden with a sit first up. Doesn't suit him. 
There's not a lot of speed here. Only he and Eyewitness go forward. He's drawn inside Eyewitness. So I think they'll ride him for speed here, and they should with the big weight. I'll be disappointed if they don't. And if they do, I don't think they'll be able to catch him. So ubiquitous in the last. Lovely. I like it. All right. So, yeah, and look, the other one there is probably Golden Boom, but he's shortened right up in race four with the scratching. So he's into a bit of red figures, race four, number one. But... No, it should be a good day. And just on Luncey's time, and I did say on air last week that backing Luncey's is a quick way to the poorhouse. And here I am, <laughs> tipping you today. <laughs> well, good. I'm pleased you've been able to just deflect that attention off me because I gave him uh, a hell of a touch-up and he hasn't stopped running well ever since I did. So I deserved an uppercut for that and probably you deserve an uppercut for, for your side. Yeah. But at least we're making a statement, Chris. That's the That's main right. thing. Exactly right. Now you're sitting on the fence. No, we have an opinion, and we're pleased to have had yours this morning on the show. Um, are you on the Sabo or are you having a day off? No, I'm going to the races today, so Tammy uh, oh. Highland's going to provide all the winners today, and I'm sure he will, as he did last week. So uh, he's taking, uh, he's, he'll be on the track side today, so afternoon off for me. You enjoy. Lovely. Mate, you enjoy, and uh, we'll chat you again next week. Look forward to it. Have a good day. Chris Nelson joining us there, talking all things racing Queensland. Queensland is your place to race this year. And um, they've uh, had a, a wonderful carnival up there in Queensland. So um, we've we've all in, enjoyed that. Tags, I said I'd look through the um, Blake Shin rides. Yeah. Uh, he has five rides out of the nine races. He can $3 win on twenty chance, $4.40 chance, $4.80 chance, yeah. $10 chance, $12 chance on sports bet this morning so um you know he's probably three races there you're expecting him to be right in the finish and the other two he's he's got to have some luck and and have a bit of uh blake shin magic to give them a chance yeah correct correct first immortal well he's he's got to get up to 2500 and carry 60 kilos so that's a doubt there but getting back on luncey's i spoke to the part one of the part owners of him during the week so um they paid nine hundred thousand for him to come over He's, mm-hmm. he's won prize money of 880000 now. So okay. So he's nearly paid for himself. Right. If he wins his Cleandra Cup, he, he's, they're, they're probably just in front. Because after, you know, you've got to pay training fees and mm. and then, of course, jockeys and uh, trainers' percentages. So, yeah, they're probably still about 200000 in the rear. So they're not not yeah. too far off getting it back. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, there's that thing called expenses. Correct. Yeah, they, they, they can weigh heavily at times, but so so be it. Uh, we're going to take a, a quick break. Uh, on the other side, uh, Josh Jenkins will be joining us, talking uh, uh, all things trots, of course, and then we'll start going through the, the quaddies at both Rose Hill and Flemington. The Odds Couple. Starting your weekend of racing off right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Yeah, that's what we do. We'll try and find you a winner on a Saturday morning. We're going to try and find some uh, trots winners in a moment. But, Tags, I wanted to ask you a question without notice. Yeah. Where, where have you been? <laughs> what Produ- were you doing? Producer meeting. What's the highest you've finished in the Jockeys Premiership? I've oh. never asked you that. Uh, I think I've run about fifth or sixth one year. Right, okay. A couple of years running, yeah. And we, you sort of, you, you were always pretty much consistently in that 
top 10 or yeah, 12. 40, yeah, 40 odd wins. First few seasons, 40 wins, 42 wins. And uh, Ollie kept beating me on the apprentice title. Put it that way, yeah. Um, what was the most amount of wins you had in the season? Uh, 41. Oh, okay, cool. 41. Yeah, I've done that a couple of times back to back. Right. Yeah. And what was the, do you remember what the winning number was that year? Oh, I think around about 65. Oh, okay, you went far off the money, pal. Mm. Hey, you could ride. That's when I was an apprentice. So my boss had one horse in work and Ollie's boss had 101. So, uh, uh. Uh. All right. Oh, okay. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Be <laughs> humble. Mate, it was a tough school that we went to. Geez, Mate, we had some you, good jockeys around you, then. Humility, my friend. Humility, please. Um, now, uh, you you will know more than I. Have we got Josh Josh Jenkins uh, ready and willing live. and able? Speaking, He's ready to go. Speaking. Uh, g'day, big speaking. fella. Nice to have your company. Oh, isn't it just? The uh, the odds couple, which is actually a trio that can never actually get together, is kind of together. Yeah. Oh, it's, which is great. Hey, are you still up north? You're playing footy again today? Yeah, I'm about to um, about to start the engine in the uh, Land Cruiser Prado, Simon, and uh, and just head up the road, 330 clicks. Right, okay, for the what 2:30 start? At, uh, yeah, the 2:30 yeah. start. So I'll get I'll get there nice and uh, nice and early. Do a big pregame routine. Um, <laughs> what? And, buying um, a couple of dimmies? Yeah, grab a couple of first first game. <laughs> On the way to Sonata, I grabbed the pie and my wife tried to put me on Snapchat and I said, if you put that on Snapchat, you'll be walking on. Oh, that's oh, <laughs> not very nice. Well, let's get on to the uh, trots, which possibly that pie may have given you. Trotsvision.com.au. Every race alive <laughs> and free. Uh, mate, what's happening uh, with the horse and the sulkies today? Well, we're starting to get there. We're starting to inch closer toward the good stuff, particularly up in Queensland. But what we are seeing is some of the good horses come back to the races. So the free-for-all is the place to look tonight at Melton. Still nameless in terms of a uh, sponsor. So uh, come on down. Now, I'm going to go a little double here. Race six into race seven. Race six, number four, he's Charlie's angel. He's mm-hmm. Charlie's angel. Uh, second up tonight, gets the gun draw. David Miles jumps on. That should be the difference. So race six, number four, $2.25. We can roll that all up into the best bet on the card. Race seven, number six, Mac Dan. He's resuming tonight, but he's a, he's a six-year-old gelding who's had 60 starts. So he's uh, nice and fit. He knows what to do. I think he'll find the front. His stable mate's drawn to lead. I think he'll get the leader off his stable mate. Uh, race seven, number six, Mac Dan, $2.20. If you roll them all up, you get $4.95. And as I always say, I reckon if you had 50 or if you had 20, however you want to play it, if you had 20, I reckon you have something small to win on the both and then you just have a little couple of bucks on the double. And if we get happen to get both right, which doesn't happen often, if we happen to get both right, we'll, uh, we'll make plenty of money. That'll do. I like it. Okay, race six, number four, race seven, number six. And you are mentioning the, the, all the big Queensland races. When do they start? Is that this weekend? No, I think we're still... Well, we're, they're, they're building up to it. So there's there's sort of group twos and, and, and group threes and listed races on at the moment up there. But we're, we're, just, we're just sort of building towards the big nights at the Carnival of Constellations, as they call it, 
up in uh, Albion Park, uh, Simon and David. Well, stay with us, Josh, before you um, motor up the highway uh, in that Land Cruiser Prado, the silver one. They call it the bullet. But always remember, what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. We're going to take a break on the odds cover when we come back. We'll have a look at the Rose Hill Quaddy. And then on top of that, we'll look at Flemington, which is, uh, we might even have a look at the whole card at Flemington because there's some fantastic races there today. A, a ripper winter's card there with the uh, winter championship final at Flemington. Back with more Odds Couple on the other side. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. The Odds Couple, starting your weekend of racing off-right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Yes, Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart, Josh Jenkins with you. Uh, good to have the, the trio together as we head up to Sydney. We're going to have a look at the Quaddy Leagues in Sydney, a 10-race card there today. We'll start with uh, race seven and have a look uh, what's moving and shaking in morning betting. Josh O. We lost the big fellow, have we? Yeah, haven't got him. What's he done? Great man. Doesn't want to work. Oh. Well, tags. I'll, uh, I've got him sitting here in front of me, and uh, we'll have a bit of a look uh, uh, in, in betting. Uh, Naval College at six dollars uh, opened at five fifty, and has uh, drifted to six. Minical Spin is the one that's held very firm since betting opened four dollars sixty into $4.50. So United opened at $10 is probably the biggest mover in the race has come into $5.50. Opened at $10 into $5.50. It's the first leg of the quad. Which, one, which one's that? Sorry. What number? Uh, tags. That yeah. was number six. So United. Oh, I've left him out. I, I just thought Faulkner Park, he's putting a lot, uh, together a good resume. And number one, mostly cloudy is another European. He's now looking for this trip third up. Um, and he was a much improved run the other day. So one, two, three, and five are the numbers. One, two, three, and five. One, two, three, and five. I think we've got Josh back on the line. We're going to the second leg of the Quaddy in Sydney race eight. Josh, time uh, for you to take over. Yeah, well, I better do something. Haven't done much thus far. Vienna Princess for K-Mac and Chris Waller, your favourite here. Last start winner three ten. Attractable has attracted some good market support, boys and girls. Now, Kibu came out. So big deductions, but attractable. We opened 13, but even the $6 into 480 has been a good move. Logan Street Line is $6 and super pursuit for Jason Collette, 850. Yeah, uh, yeah, Kibu comes out, as you say. Uh, uh, super pursuit is a big chance. Second up, dropping in grade. Uh, last prep, he, he finished half length off. Think about it. But uh, this is his first go at the trip as well. The one over the odds, I reckon, is the top weight, Zushak. He looks ready to go. He fourth up, down uh, down in grade, and he's over the odds, I thought. One, two, six, and 13. Now, one, two, six, and 13. Six and 13. Okay, the third leg, which is race nine. Yes, an interesting galloper. Comes up from Melbourne. Braden Starr draws a little bit sticky over the 1,800, the 78 grade race here. Braden Starr, $4, touristic. 
at 480 for the Snowden. Special envoy uh, for Gay and Adrian, $7.50 resuming today. Fuller at 8, Sir Rockford at 9, a King of the Castle out to 11. But your favourite here, very interesting runner. Uh, gets the claim off Dylan Gibbons. Braden Starr at $4. Yeah, he's a, he's coming too, as you say, in the market. And I just think it's all about Braden Starr. He makes his way up to Sydney. And he'll find this easier to what he was um, what he faced in Melbourne of late as well. He ran second behind Unusual Culture last start. And, of course, Unusual Culture is one of the favourites in the Winner Championship today. Uh, you're right, though. has to overcome a sticky gate. I'm, I'm hoping Dylan can do that. And I've got him one out, Scoop. One, one oh, out. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, one out you from gate risks, 13. You're the, you, you, every time I hear you on the radio, you say, nah, mate, you, you just you, you can't bet with sticky gates. And you've now just gone a one out from a <laughs> sticky gate. Yeah, he'll overcome it. He's the best horse in the race, mate. He does, oh, come, wow. he does come into 11. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, no, Josh, no, no. The, the final league gate. To, like, I, you know, I've worked with this bloke for years. <laughs> I can't read him. I, I tried to put more in it, and I just thought, mate, he's the best horse in the race. He'll just win. Uh, I look forward to, unfortunately, that race is at 3.50. Hopefully, it's half time in my game of footy, and I can just tune in because this will be pain. It's got pain written all over it. Now, <laughs> lucky last. Race then, a benchmark 78 over 1,300. Cosmic Minerva for Bjorn Baker, second up today, $3.00. And 30 cents. It's your favourite. Got a nice record second up. Hasn't won, but it's run really, really well both times. Either or at 450. Win shadow for Mar Eustace. It's won two of its past three at 550. Lolly Yates resuming today. Had a stop start campaign, but got some talent this galloper. $7.50 for the daughter of Lawman. Yeah, uh, I've only got two horses in this leg, and you're right about Cosmic Minerva. He's your favourite. He, he... He seems to get keep getting beat though. But number five, either all will near will near lead from a good gate of three. Near pinched at last start, but Vienna Princess was too good for her. Who's one of the favourites in a better race than this? Can get away with a soft run and win. So five and six, two two horses, five and six. Five and six. Thirty-two dollar okay. quaddy there, Scoop. Tags is Rose Hill Quaddy. First leg one, two, three, and five. Second leg one, two, six, and thirteen. One out in the third leg, which is number one, and two horses in his final leg, which is five and six. Correct, thirty-two dollars. Correct. Wait, there you go, thirty-two bucks for that Rose Hill Quaddy. We're going to take a break. Can't believe he's had one out. Sticky gate, dear me. That's all right, mate. Uh, worked with him for near ten years. It's thirty-two dollars. Said, don't back horses. You've got to take some risks okay. sometimes. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no answer required. We're, we're going to take a break. I'm going to get some <laughs> oxygen and uh, recover, and then we'll come back and we'll have a look at the quaddy at Flemington and any other races you'd like to look at. Just take over, David. I can't believe you've done that. The Odds Couple, starting your weekend of racing off right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Yeah, what are you really gambling with for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Our Flemington preview brought to you by Werribee Isuzu Ute. They make buying cars easy. You get down and see the team down there at Werribee Isuzu, the Werribee Isuzu Ute. Upgrade your old Ute into a D-Max now, and they're paying top 
dollar for your trade-ins down there at Werribee Izuzu. Six, seven, eight, nine are our quaddy legs, Josh. Is there any market movers you would want to make just, just note of in the first five races before we yeah. get into the quaddy? Just make sure you get your pens, pencils, crayons. Form guides, be ready, Scoop. Oh, thank Thanks, God for man. that. We wouldn't be able to get through the day Correct. without that. Um, not really, <laughs> Simon. It's it just, I guess, the, the, the reshaping of the market in the Taj Rossi because of the scratching of Step Arty. So half the 50 cents in the, in the dollar comes out there, but also African Pioneer comes out. So it's a completely new market. So um, don't take any notice of opening prices in race number three. That's the only thing I would, only piece of advice I would give to your scoop. Okay, thank you very much. So I'll take that bit of advice. Let's get into the quaddy. First leg, race six. Yeah, race six. First immortal, the toppy. Drawn inside. Last start winner, $4.40. Had some good support. Amy Grand for Mar Eustace uh, is in the market as well at $10. But just looking for some movement away from the favourite. Like a minor at five and my brother's keeper at six fifty. But uh, first immortal is the one that the sports bet punters have been keenest on. Yeah, most of these three-year-olds are seeing the 2,500 for the first time, which includes number one, first immortal, who got the job done last start after everything going right for him, unlike the start before. Draw, draws pole again and will get a gun run. That's in his favour, but he still has to run out the trip. As you said, Wackamana, the six, it's placed over this trip, running third in a Group 3 Phillies Classic in South Australia. Uh, bowled in last eight in a week in a weaker grade, and number four, my brother's keeper. He, he's wanting this trip as well. And the ten midnight lady isn't the worst either. So one, four, six, and ten. One, four, six, and ten. One, four, six, and ten. Okay, second week. Uh, it's staggering how this horse just keeps turning up favourite. Admittedly, he runs well, but he doesn't win a lot. It's our time. Four dollars sixty. Easy favourite. Pizarro at five fifty. Nicolini Vito. I know the. Uh, Hayes boys have mentioned that they are keen on this galloper for their stable this weekend, but he's 650 out to 750. Zethus for the Blue Jackets at 850. Menmouth at 950. And the Topaz winner, Yulong Storm, turns up here at 11 bucks. And we should mm. mention Invincible Caviar, the daughter of, the daughter of 11 bucks. Yeah, uh, Sai Scratch as well. That was the early favourite too, but uh, uh, she's been scratched. What, what price are you give me the top weight? Tycoonus, JJ? Um, Ty Kernis, because you're a reasonably good fella at the best of times, $15. Yeah, he was 20s yesterday, so some money's come for him. He's first up, he was okay. I know the scratching of size brought him back in. Um, mate, he's been down the straight once. He got beaten three and a quarter lengths behind Private Eye. I think that's good enough for this. Oh. He is well over the odds. Nicoloni Vito resumes, and he's very good fresh horse. He loves Flemington, and of course, it's our time. So I went one, three, four, and nine. One, three, four, and nine. Third leg. Third leg, race number eight, uh, and we move across to a goodie too. Jimmy the Bear, this is the Winter Championship final. Jimmy the Bear, your favourite, $4.50. Charterhouse at four eighty. Unusual culture's been supported. Last start winner. Beat most of these in that race, $6. King Magnus at 9 and Keats at 11 Jimmy the Bear favourite. Okay, I've left him out. I... Um, I just thought it was Charterhouse was huge first up in his Australian debut, running through the line. The mole suits. But he'll be giving them a huge start as he will get back from an atrocious barrier. The stablemate, however, unusual culture, draws to get the run of the race. Defeated the handy Braden star last start and can win. King Magnus was scratched two weeks ago. Uh, he loves Flemington. He's a power horse. Um, he's still good enough to win at 1-3-12. 1-3-12. 1-3-12. The final league. 
Final leg, to me, looks like a two-horse race, but the uh, the great six-timer will tell us he'll set a straight golden pass, $3.30. It only had two runs, but both have been good. Broom King, inform galloper for Henry Dwyer, 420. Hard to cross at 750. And Lounge Bar Ruby at $8. Ah, I think it's all about the, the Quinella of last start. Golden Path is your favourite, and he was beaten by the better horse, which was hard to cross. I think they're the, the only two. They spaced the rest, three and nine. Three and nine in David's final leg. So your Flemington quaddy for the day. Uh, winter Championship day tags. One, four, six and ten in the first leg. One, three, four and nine. One, three, twelve. And three and nine. Ninety-six dollars. And remember, I got the I got the quaddy at Caulfield last week too. Paid about paid six fifty, I think. Oh, well. well very right. good. Good work. Now, best of the day around the country, gentlemen. Oh. You know, I've made a rookie mistake, but I've got to keep... I, I've got oh, to stick no. with it. Race five at Flemington, number three, Renuso. Oh, no, you're not going up to Sydney. You're one out in the quaddy. Oh, I've got a couple up there. It'll be <laughs> my trick star. All right. Josh? Uh, I'm sticking with the tried and true measure. Race eight, number 12. Unusual culture. She'll beat him again. She's a good horse. I'm with you. I like it. Mate, safe driving, Josho. Uh, play well, Vasavo. Good luck, Vasavo, with you two tags on SEN track. Up. Next on SEN 1116, Sammy Hargraves and Pickers with Off the Bench and uh, Miles Spitzner across there on SEN Track. We look forward to your company again next week. We'll do it all again. Have a great day, Steve.